Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome to the show. <laughs> my bad, I'm late. I uh, was chatting with my accountant about my books that, yes, I didn't have the show last week because I had to finish those up, and they were a little more complicated due to some family chaos, and I had to explain that to my accountant. <laughs> we had a good laugh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then I came to fax him the information. I'm like, oh, no, I'm late. So my apologies. Crazy weeks we're having. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I just have to laugh because sometimes people make things so much more complicated. And it wasn't my accountant. It's my in-laws. that it has to be. And then... I had to try to explain to him how this all went down, and he didn't understand, and I'm like, I know, welcome to my world. Like, this is why I live seven hours away from them. Like, they just, it just makes it more complicated than it needs to be. So then, we got it all straightened out, and he can carry on, and yeah, good times. Good times. (laughs) Okay. So, let's talk about noticing what you notice. Good deal. The universe constantly gives us messages. Constantly. But we don't always pay attention. And that's okay. We don't necessarily have to. But I want you to get into the practice of noticing what you notice. Some things will kind of jump out at you. You know, overheard conversations, um, when you're like reading something or something comes on the radio and it just sort of energetically jumps out at you. It's like it has a vibration that creates this energy so that you notice it. Pay attention. Pay attention. The language of the universe is symbolism. It's signs, it's feelings, it's emotion, it's words. It's, it's all of it. But we can get tripped up and caught up in needing the words and needing it to be, you know, quite clear in our perception of what clear is. And it doesn't necessarily work that way because the universe is never going to tell us what to do. It's going to guide us, plant seeds, maybe tell us, but not in a clear, concise manner because we wouldn't want to do it. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. Do we actually love being told what to do? I know, but we don't mind being guided. We don't mind being supported. Energetic difference there. And so notice what you notice. And and it's practice, right? You practice noticing what you notice. And just like even writing it down, like, oh, today this happened, like keeping a diary or a journal so that you can refer back and say, hey, that was a heads up for this that happened. Oh, okay. 
because it happens all the time, but we can become so, um, I don't even know what the word is, like not immune or not like ignoring it. We just, we get so caught up in some other stuff and distractions that we don't notice it or we don't register it fully. Lots of times this information and signs and symbols just file away in our subconscious. And then we're really smart. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, how did I know that? That's so cool. Anyway, sorry. I'm just totally entertained by my conversation because, you know, <laughs> having to explain to somebody this craziness, yeah. I've had an interesting week with grumpy men and not my men either. <laughs> Wow. Fits in with my notice what you notice, though. The universe gives you heads up. So I ended up over the last having more than one conversation with someone, and she was saying, you know, all these nice things and, like, bringing my attention to all the good things of one of my children. Actually, both of them, but mostly one of them. And I'm like, well, that's really nice to hear. That's great. Like, huh, but, huh, it felt unusual. It felt significant. I'm like, okay, well, file it away. Say thank you and, you know, file it away. And it was significant because then fast forward a few weeks and there's somebody else who's decided that my child was behaving in a way that was inappropriate. And I say it like that, not because I don't think my child can be inappropriate. <laughs> I know that he can. But I also know how he's inappropriate or things that he would do that I would be like, yep, that's for sure what he did. Right? I know them. It's not to do with being psychic. It's to do with being a mom who pays attention. And so I got a phone call, and I'm like, huh, Okay. Well, that's not acceptable. You know, if you need to give him some consequences, I absolutely support that. But I need something from you. I need you to tell me exactly what he was doing so that I can point out to him that's not appropriate. I need some specific examples. I didn't feel like that was being unreasonable, right? Well, guess what? Couldn't give me any. Ah, People, I need you to work with me here. I need you to work with me. If you're going to call me up and tell me that my child's behaving badly and that there's going to be some pretty dramatic, not even dramatic, I shouldn't say it like that, some pretty big consequences, well, then let's talk about it. Tell me exactly what he's doing so that I can work on it with you too. I'm not trying to be difficult, but I want him to be successful, so I'm going to sit him down and talk to him about but I need you to tell me what he did so I can say, look, what the heck? Passive aggressive in this house? That's just not how we communicate because it's annoying. (laughs) That gets me into trouble, I have to say, a lot. I don't like passive aggressive. I don't like, you know, someone just, well, you know what you did. No, tell me. Maybe I don't know. Oh, that just, no. That doesn't fly with me. 
Because guess what? If I'm going to call you out on something or say that you did something, I'm going to have specific examples, right? I'm going to say, look, this happened. This is why I think this. How can we fix this? And I have to tell you, it doesn't always land very well for me. <laughs> People don't always love that. I, w I do. I do. So that's something I had to deal with. And I'm like, okay. So then I got the call. Actually, we had just gotten home. I sent the kids out to do their chores. So then I had some more conversations with my child. And it didn't add up to me because I also know when he's lying. Frustrates me, annoys me, absolutely, but I also know when he's doing it. And they're kids. They're pushing their boundaries. Their reality is different than ours. Of course kids lie. Hello. <laughs> Think back to your own selves. Sure did. So I sent a really um, clear, let's call clear, email to the person in question the next day saying, look, I'm not saying he didn't do anything wrong, but I need you to tell me exactly what so that I can address this. This, this, and this, you told me, absolutely, I'm on it. We are going to uh, you know, address all these issues and fix it, and we're all going to do better. But here's the thing. Some of the issues are not all on my child's shoulders. This certain individual has a reputation that precedes him of losing things. And okay, my child has redone one particular assignment four times. So finally I started photocopying it because we're going to have to hand it in again next week because he's not going to get it. And interestingly enough, this same assignment was in a package of assignments that I sent in. And I'm like, okay. So there's accountability and responsibility for my child, but there also is for the other side of the stories too. So let's figure this all out so we're all on the same page. I've been waiting for this door to be opened so that I can walk through it and get this all clear for myself for my child, and for the other individual involved. So then I said, okay, let's get some specific examples. Well, that did not happen. Still couldn't give me any and stated that the people that my child chose to engage with is act are causing the issues. Okay. Well, I'll explain to him that the way of the world when you hang out with people that cause problems, you're going to get painted with that brush. So if they're causing problems, you need to walk away. And basically you need to kind of protect yourself. Because I'm not going to say he can't be friends with them because that's crap. <laughs> no, no, no. I also kind of, not kind of, I feel like the response that this individual got from me as a parent was not what he was expecting. Because I also held him accountable for some things, and I wanted explanations. And the explanations I got gave me so much more information than he probably has any idea that I know now. And it validated stuff. Because at one point, he said that the other person involved, too, has stated that the same kind of behavior was manifesting in some other classes. Well, same time frame, and someone else came up to me and said, nope, 
see how the universe gave me a heads up so that when I saw that sentence, I knew, here's the thing, though. Everybody has a bad day. person probably had a bad day, could even have been having a really rough week and just couldn't deal the way they normally would with situations. We're human. It happens to everybody. And it's also human nature to try to find something to match it up so that they can be validated that what they were thinking and doing was right. I get that. I'm not looking to create trouble. I'm not looking for an apology. I'm not looking for them to say, oh, no, he didn't. Because that's not how this works. And we all need to learn that that's not how life works. When people are called out and they don't have information to back it up, rarely are they able to be adult enough. It's not even adult enough. It's just self-aware enough to apologize. How many friendships have we lost that way? Clarity. I didn't understand. And what involves my children, when you cross a line, you don't get to cross it back. I mean, I didn't have relationships with these people anyway, so it's okay. But now I'm on guard for sure, right? For sure. Because then there's somebody else, same week, who is not happy with his lot in life and is manifesting as a grumpy old man taking it out on kids. And he got called on it and totally backtracked. And then he did something so incredibly foolish that he just, like, negated anything he thought he made traction with. And then he did something else. Like, seriously, you can't have different rules for different kids. You can't expect ported when you're not walking your own talk. And I'm aware that not everybody holds people accountable. It's one of my talents. <laughs> I hold my own self accountable, too, just so you know, and I'll explain about that in a bit. But if I'm going to hold you accountable, I expect, you know, you to be clear. I expect you to have good reasons for what you're doing because here's the thing you do. I'm, I know everybody does. You don't do things just random. You usually have a really good reason. You might not want to share that reason. I mean, you might feel embarrassed by it, insecure by it, or not confident by it. But you still have your reasons, and that I can be compassionate about. All I ask is that you do better. Because if you're going to call me to task for things, make sure you're also doing your okay if you had a bad day. And that was definitely, you know, communicated that, you know, this class had never done that before and it was a surprise. Well, I think everybody there had a bad day that day. And if, you know, someone's behaving in a way that's not acceptable and it's my child, I want it changed. I want to have those discussions with them, and we do. I walked my talk. I said, you know, missing assignments. I'm going to go check his locker. So I went and cleaned it yesterday. I didn't find them. But it also shows that I'm willing to do my part because it's not us against them. And I know we often just dismiss this. Oh, they just had a bad day. Well, that's okay. But and so just look at your stuff. Like take a few minutes to reflect 
And it's okay. I'm sure I'm going to have an excellent relationship with all these people when the dust settles. But I'm also not going to not have a good reason to enforce. I don't know how to explain it. If you give me good reasons, and if I'm wrong, I've had to apologize. I, I totally misunderstood that. I Here's what I thought happened. I'm so sorry. I will do what I can to make it right, and this won't happen again. That's okay. And, you know, as a society, we are being pushed to be accountable, and we don't like it always, because it does suck, not going to (laughs) lie. It does. Do I feel good about how everything went down? Yes, because I wasn't looking to be validated or vindicated publicly, but I wanted to be clear. I do have expectations, and he wasn't living up to some of them, and so we're addressing that. But some of the other pieces... I can't do anything about because you didn't give me specific examples so I can explain to him that, because maybe he didn't know. Maybe he made a face. Maybe he rolled his eyes. Totally guilty. (laughs) I do it all the time. (laughs) Maybe, you know, he misinterpreted and thought whoever was talking to him said something else and it frustrated him because we're all human. We all get frustrated. And we all are guilty of taking it out on the wrong people and then we make it right nobody's going to be holding a grudge for that kind of stuff right but if you don't make it right and you flat out tell me that no I don't need to give you examples which didn't happen I'm just well not this instance there was a thing a few years ago where yeah Someone totally tried to blow smoke up my butt and lie to me and say it's just different perceptions. And, yeah, that did not fly. There was definite consequences that they experienced from me that I will always stand behind. That's the other thing. If you're going to open the door, make sure you're ready to step all the way through it. I tell this to people all the time. I don't expect everyone to, you know, walk through the door. Sometimes it's best if you don't, myself included. I've kept my mouth shut when I didn't really want to. But we get to choose. And pay attention to when you get these things from the universe that just kind of strike you as, huh, that's interesting. Huh, interesting. Because they are. Haven't you had that? And then something will happen and you're like, oh, and then you can connect the two dots happens all the time. You get a piece of information and then it comes in super handy at a later date. So with all this crazy week, I think I've alluded to this, but I don't know. I can't remember. Time means nothing to me. So I've been wanting to call my father. Now, if you've been listening, you know that I don't talk to him. We don't have a good relationship. He basically feels women should be seen and not heard and are meant to cater to him. Yeah, that's not how I roll. But here's the thing. I'm completely grateful, now that I've made peace with it all, for those experiences as my childhood. Because he's the reason that I'm strong and independent and feisty and, you know, have issues with patriarchal energies. Oh, no, I have issues with it completely. Yeah, I have to make sure that I'm being reasonable when I'm dealing with that kind of energy because I get, 
you know, claws out. Um, but he's the reason, and for that I can be grateful, even though it took a long time to make peace with it. So I call him every once in a while. We've not actually spoken. Um, actually, a friend and I were talking about it yesterday. And when I graduated college, I had – oh, I have to backtrack. So when I was 20, 21, I finally convinced my mom to leave him. She wasn't happy. It wasn't a good life for her. It just – she was aging too quickly, and it just, like, her life sucked. So I convinced her, loaded her up, moved her out. Of course, family – him and my brothers, still not. I'm sure they still resent that. But uh, no, no woman needs to put up with that kind of stuff because it, it, it was bad, bad. I ended up with an abusive first marriage because I thought I was smarter than that but had to learn that I wasn't because he's abusive. And and so there's a, since then it's been not a healthy relationship. He yells at me, like, just yell at me and just be mad that, you know, his life had changed. Well, how about one of the many girlfriends you have? Like, can't they just, like, take over? Come on, let's be real here. Anyways, so there's always, it changed our relationship, well, for sure. But I didn't respect him even when I was a teenager because he didn't respect me. Works two ways. No. If you're going to constantly tell me how dumb, useless, not valuable, fat and ugly I am, like, dude, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to say, screw you. Because what happens is when someone does that, anything positive or happy gets shoved away and not focused on because there's too much of the other energies, right? He figured I should marry a neighbor boy and just settle down and pop out babies and cater to him for the rest of my life. Yeah, that's not that's not how I roll. <laughs> not happening. Anyway, so we don't have a good relationship. Actually, we have no relationship. None. And that was my choice. Mine. I'm well aware of that. I chose to cut off that toxic relationship because it just upset me and it made me feisty and it this wasn't healthy. Anyway, so every once in a while, though, since I've, you know, made peace with it all and I really love my life and I don't need anything from him, I don't want anything from him, every once in a while I phone him just to see how he is. Because I'm also super curious because he's going to be 80 this year. And I wanted to know, like, do you think you had a good life? I mean, I realize that I'm probably not going to get an in-depth, answer that I would like, because I'm truly curious, but at the same time, I wanted to ask him, and I was dreaming about him, and there was all these signs to call him, and so I would, but there was never any answer, and I'm like, well, maybe he has called this play, doesn't want to talk to me, that's great, that's fine, but um, I'm finally going to a doctor about my sinus issue that I've had for, so I'm filling in the intake form, like the, you know, get to know you form, and it wants father's medical history and I'm like I have no idea couldn't tell you I'm like okay well I have a nice legit reason to call so I call him and there's no answer so I send a text to my sister-in-law 
saying, does he still have the same phone number? And she says, yeah. Um, I don't call him, so I don't know, but I think so. And she just said, you should talk to your brother. And I'm like, okay. Last time I mentioned that I wanted to call him to my brother, he told me not to. And I'm like, okay. But I still tried. Anyway, so I call my brother, and I'm like, hey, I need to get a hold of Rod because I need all this medical information for this new doctor that I'm going to. So what's the deal? He was like, well, you have to call, let it ring, and then hang up and call right back. And actually, I did try that a couple times. Now I know the secret code. I feel so good. I can do this. And we joked because, you know, it is funny. Come on, it is. Because what happens is he does not have call display, and he thinks telemarketers call him too often, which we all do. And he doesn't, you know, want to answer. Fair enough. So I said, well, can you just let him know, you know, that I'm going to call? He did, which was good. So that was last Friday. I didn't get a chance to call because he said, you know, he wasn't home right then, but he would be home probably in the afternoon. But I was busy. So yesterday, I know, no concept of time. Yesterday I called. He answered the phone for real. So those of you that know me personally, you know that he usually, like in the, over the last like 30 years, when I have actually had conversations with him, it didn't go well. He will start telling me what to do, see, I don't like it, or tell me that I'm not living my life right, or like he just has all these opinions that, no thank you. I'm not interested in because they're not, they're all like very um, cutting, like designed to make me feel like I'm not doing things right or it's just how he rolls. He likes power and control. He's of that age group and doesn't like it, especially a female, you know, challenging him. Anyways, back to yesterday. He answered. He was super nervous. I was polite. I was bubbly. I got all the information I wanted. I asked him how his life was. He said it was good, same old, same old. I'm like, great. Don't know what that is, but that's okay. I gave him like probably five openings to ask me things if he wanted to. He didn't take them, which I'm not judging him for. I mean, he was so nervous. I felt sorry for him. And so I asked him, do you feel like you have a good life? And he said, yes. And I'm like, that is really great. And he's healthy, so that's good. Because he did try to play a cancer card a few years ago, and I ended up calling my aunt to try to get information. He was not telling the truth. Like, just little things, you know, power plays. He does this with my brothers all the time. And I just stay right out of it. Because really, I chose not to have a relationship because I couldn't take it. It was too toxic for me. But I have to tell you, having the conversation with him, I was not pinged. You know when you're talking to someone and they say something and you just get that ping in your chest and it brings up all these emotions and and it it feels very, very uncomfortable. That didn't happen. His energy is completely neutral to me. He didn't say anything rude or terrible, though, so he gets credit for that. I'm totally rolling my eyes. (laughs) At the same time, I got 
a closure in a way for myself. I, nothing to do with him that I'm not affected by him. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Because another reason why this all has kind of come up for me is that one of my best friends is going through a nasty divorce. And her ex-husband and her daughter, they're having the same kind of issues that I had with Rod. And so it brings it up because I would never wish on anybody else to go through what I did. But now, like, there's hope, right? There's hope. And I have said to her ex-husband, you don't want to have the kind of relationship with your daughter that I have with my dad because there is none. I don't agree with what he did or how he treated me or how he treated my mom. I don't agree with how he's treated my brothers either, but that's on them. I don't feel like they're my responsibility in that way because they don't listen to me anyway. (laughs) I know. Family trait. (laughs) But here's the thing. Like the universe was telling me, call them. Seriously, I dream about it. Like it was seriously crazy how often. And I'd try and he wouldn't answer. I'm like, okay, universe, help. But I had to, I guess, reach out and let other people know I was trying to call them. I don't know. I don't know why it had to play out the way it did, but I'm sure there's a reason and a purpose. But for me personally, it was awesome. I'm pretty proud of me. Afterwards, when I'm talking to my friend, I'm like, you know, I could be dramatic and go, oh, no, he has has a good life and I'm not in it. But I don't feel that way. I don't. And I am very happy about that. Very happy. And now I won't be dreaming about him or having any signs, I guess, because you know what? It's over. It's done. I I followed the signs, got a hold of them, and now I know the secret code, so if I need to call him again, I could do that. <laughs> oh, life is so awesome. So awesome. So when something happens and it kind of calls to your attention, pay attention. There's a reason. Just pay attention. Like, I use it all the time when I'm checking cows. There'll be a cow whose energy kind of jumps out at me. And I know either she's, like, something changed in her energy, and that's what I'm noticing, and either she's sick or going to have a calf. If it's calving, like, right now, so awesome. Or there's, like, something wrong, and I need to go help her. Make sense? It's, it's like the mother's intuition for your kids when something just feels off and you take the time to figure out what. Do it for yourself because it's not always off in a bad way. It can be off in just an energy change way. I hope that all makes sense. Practice this. I promise you if you practice it, you'll get so much better at it and then you'll be like, oh. That's what that heads up was for. Oh. Like the time my bail truck started on fire. Just that same week, I was talking to one of my good friends, and she was telling me about her uncle whose bail truck started on fire randomly in Pinter Creek. Like, she made a note that she had to tell me that. So energetically, it was important for her to tell me it was important for me to hear because I tell you what, when my bail truck started steaming, which was smoke, I flashed right to that conversation, and I knew. Plus, there was a song that kept playing over and over in my head, and it was about things burning up. 
I got the heads up. And the heads up isn't necessarily for you to change it. Sometimes it is, if you, but you will, you will figure it out in time to change it if that's what's supposed to happen, right? And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just to give you a heads up so that when it happens, you can, like, keep safe, keep calm. <laughs> I wasn't very calm when the bill truck was burning up, but I was calmer than I, I don't know, maybe might have been. I'm not sure because I did have the heads up. And just to, like, let you know that it's, like, stuff happens. We can't stop stuff from happening because we're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to experience. So we wouldn't have picked this planet, although I don't know what we were all thinking. This is a crazy time. But here we are, right? So make sure, again, that you pay attention to the things that give you joy and make you happy. And let's, let's do our best. Apologize when need be. Look at your own stuff. So, of course, after the conversation with Rod, I'm replaying it. I'm like, you know, it's interesting to me. I was a snotty teenager dealing with them in my own house right now. I didn't respect him. And I made that very clear. Like, again, I'm not passive-aggressive. No. I call, started calling him Rod when I was, like, I don't know, 14 or 15 because I didn't like him. I didn't like that he tried to make me feel bad about myself all the time. Like I said, anything I was good at was never celebrated or valued. It's just good that I had animals. Animals and good friends. And my grandma, my grandma Carrie, I hope I am like her because she was amazing. But that's, that's another story for another time because we're getting to the last 20 minutes since I was late. <laughs> so let's do this guided imagery to enhance our intuition. We're going to do the wizard in the cave journey. Doesn't that sound delicious? I think so. It's one of my favorites, actually. All right, so get yourself into a comfortable spot. I want you to shake out your energy a little and get ready. Okay, here we go. Becoming aware of breathing. Just notice it for a few moments. Just take these moments to gently focus on your breath. Notice how it feels taking a breath in and out. Then let's take three big deep breaths as deeply as possible, beginning to release and then letting go. These are the breaths that are going to signal to your energy to go within. As your normal, natural breathing begins to occur, visualize or imagine a gentle, warm, 
balmy breeze as it wafts around. Wafting around your head, your neck and shoulders, and with every breath, as the breeze continues to move gently around, there's a gently and easily releasing and a letting go feeling going on, becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. Across the upper back, circling around through the chest, a warm and nurturing feeling as this breeze continues to comfort down both arms, hands, and fingers releasing and letting go. And with every breath taken, perhaps there may begin to be some wondering. Is it a breathing of the breeze? Or is the breeze breathing me? With every breath, the breeze continues circling around through the mid-back and around through the solar plexus. For now, the gentle sensations of the warm, balmy breeze as it continues around through the lower back and circling around through the belly, releasing and letting go. Becoming more and more comfortable with every breath. The breeze continues moving around, around thighs, knees, calves, and through feet, now and with every breath. Becoming completely and thoroughly comfortable, calm, and at ease. Being at one with the breeze, and the breeze still gently, easily moving all around and all through. So that at five, four, three, two, one, zero, you're deeply, deeply relaxed. Deeply, deeply relaxed. And now today, we are meeting the wizard in the cave. The door of your imagination opens. Visualizing or imagining, walking through, discovering the unknown. And that means a journey of positive wonder. Any titan. You're on a trail through the woods, and it takes an unexpected turn, and there's a coming upon an unknown mountain. Does the mountain seem to be like the way forward is up? How does it feel? to climb this mountain. What's the view like? Climb is gentle. The climb is easy. You are sure-footed. You are grounded. 
You are strong. It's easy. Climbing in this mountain, no problem. Eventually, you come to a cave. The wizard appears. He is very welcoming. He like? All around, the wizard shows his cave. What kinds of things catch your eye? What do you notice? At some point, he looks into your eyes and makes a decision. Then the wizard motions to follow his lead to a hidden chamber in the cave where there are three ancient trunks. What's it like in this hidden chamber? The wizard hands you a key for each trunk. Unlocking the trunks one after another. There could be more. Notice opening the trunks and discovering what is found inside. Ask the wizard what's important to know about each one. Go ahead, one by one. Open the trunks. Notice what's inside. And then ask your wizard what's important to know about each one. Just a few more moments if you haven't finished checking out all the trunks. There are some pleasant surprises. Before leaving, is there anything more that needs to be discussed with your wizard? Somehow, there's an understanding now that past, present, and future, the wizard is always ready to be of help. The wizard has been glad for your visit, and with the important things the wizard has given, it's time to be taking the path forward. So for now, let's recognize the good qualities of these images and the wonders of imagination, and reinforce the positives from this journey today. And let's count you out. Zero, one, with a Deep cleansing breath in as we begin to come up and out. Two, three, 
four, five. Eyes open wide awake and come back to the room. I hope you've got some really interesting things in your trunk. If you would like to message me and tell me about it, that I would love to hear and engage with you that way. Um, as always, thanks bunches for listening. I hope that your week um, is good. <laughs> we got to celebrate the good things, guys. Celebrate the good things. Um, it's spring here, so I'm going to go out and enjoy the sunshine. And huh, I guess have a really fabulous rest of this day and talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L.com. dot